2: Chris Mackin for Josh Roundtree this morning here on Bucko Talk. I've done this a time or two, my friends, and I'm enjoying it this morning. Nate Haluchak doing a great job on the other side of the glass. We have, we've done this dance before, Nathan and I. We have. It's been years, but when they say it's like riding a bike, it's like riding a bike. And the feet are right back on the pedals. And we are flying downhill this morning because we're juiced about last night's win over the Cardinals. And I'm sure you are too. 412-928-9370. That's how you get a hold of us. That's how you call us. That's how you text us. The Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line open and available to you. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you though, to text responsibly. If you're flying downhill, uh, maybe wait till you get it to a stoplight, or maybe wait till you get to where you're going before you shoot us a text. Uh could t- follow us on Twitter as well. A little tweet tweet at ninety three seven the fan. Who who calls it that, Chris? Nobody. A little tweet-tweet. Brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. I want to get back into your expectations for this homestand in just a couple of minutes and how they may or may not have changed after, uh, let's just call it, it's stolen victory last night against the Cardinals. I don't want to take anything away from the win. It's fantastic to see Cabrian Hayes come through the way he did. By the way, Hayes? He's starting to pick it up at the plate. Just pull the numbers from the last seven days, as an example. Hayes, OPS, still right around 727. The average down around 227. He's still striking out more than I'd like to see, but the extra base hits are starting to come. Six RBIs over the last week, including that three-run game-winning jack last night. Are we starting to get a little bit of the stuff at the plate that we've hoped for for so long from Cabrian Hayes? The glove has always been there. The glove is always going to be there with Hayes. Are we starting to get a little bit of what we need to have at the plate from Hayes? Got it in the seventh inning last night anyway. And again, how have your expectations for this homestand changed? If you don't want to put a number on it, don't put a number on it. I put a number on it yesterday. I said six out of nine on this homestand. Even if you only take one out of three from the Cardinals would be good enough for me. Well, now we're feeling ourselves, right? We're dancing around in the studio to return to the Mac." It's a beautiful Saturday morning. Maybe you're going to the ball field with your kids, and you stayed up and watched the game last night, and everybody's jacked. Everybody's juiced. Okay. Does that change the way you feel about your expectations for this homestand as a whole? Because the lowly A's are on deck after the Cards leave town and then a huge series against the Mets next weekend, at least as far as wild card positioning goes. And I'll tell you what does have me. What does have me excited for this homestand, aside from any of the results. Hashtag Cutch2K. I mentioned it before the break. If you are of a certain age, and I am of a certain vintage that was born about a month before Kent DeColvey shut down the Orioles and the Pittsburgh Pirates hopped up and down Memorial Stadium with their last World Series title. I am of the age that saw Joe Orsilak and Jim Morrison and Johnny Ray and Tony Pena the first time he went to Three Rivers Stadium for a game. I rode a PAT bus with my mom from Bellevue all the way down Lincoln Avenue to the north side. I am of the age that still has the program and the score sheet that was in the middle of the program where I first learned to keep score the day Michael Jack Schmidt came in and hit his 500th home run off of Don Robinson at Three River Stadium. I am of the age that saw that team, that 87 team, grow into the division champs of '90. 91 and 92. I am of the age that remembers the ball bouncing off of Carmelo Martinez and over the wall at Riverfront. I am of the age that remembers a Ron Gant doubled down the line that beat him in Game 6 at Three Rivers and then not being able to come back and win Game 7 in 91. I am of the age that remembers, as we all do, Francisco Cabrera and Sid Bream. I am of the age that remembers Barry leaving for the Giants. I am of the age that remembers Bobby Bo leaving for... New York. I am of the age of the strike in 94 after the All Star game and Ken Griffey Jr. in the home run derby at Three River Stadium after Jimmy Leland waved Tony Gwynn home. I am of the age that remembers that building being imploded without another division crown being won in it. I am of the age that remembers the opening of PNC Park and all the hope that came with it. I am of the age of, of remembering Lloyd McClendon walking off with first base. I am of the age that remembers clearly and distinctly. The collapses of 2011 and 2012, I am of the age that was near tears and still is and still gets goosebumps when I think of the blackout and Russell Martin in 2013 and Quaido, Quaido. I am of the age that remembers my heart being broken by the Cardinals in games 4 and 5 of the NLDS that same year. A, I am of the age that remembers Madison Bumgarner and Kyle Schwarber at PNC Park and Wild card Games. I am of the age that remembers 10,000 outcomes, 10,000 simulations, I'm sorry, and Neil Huntington. I am of the age that distinctly remembers loving the Chris Archer trade and then very shortly thereafter absolutely hating it. I am of the age that remembers... A terrible two-month season in front of no one while our faces were covered. I am of the age that remembers Ben Charrington telling us to just stay the course because it wasn't that long ago. I am of the age that remembers just a few short months ago when Andrew McCutcheon was re-signed by the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I am of the age at 43 and just three and a half short months away from 44 – that will once again be near tears and feel goosebumps rise on my arms when that man gets his 2000th Major League hit at PNC Park at some point during this homestand or this weekend during the Cardinals series. If you are of that age, I want to know, what does Cutch 2K mean to you as a Pirates fan and him doing it as a Pittsburgh Pirate? Not just doing it as sort of a nostalgia act who trots out there like Willie Mays in a Mets uniform. No. As an important piece, as a life preserver for what little offense they may have had in the month of May. He's the only guy on this team whose OPS and production rose in the month of May. Everyone else, right down the crapper. He's been a life preserver for this team, offensively. And that, I think, is the sprinkle of Jimmy's on top of this delicious Sunday that is Andrew McCutcheon's return to Pittsburgh and perhaps getting his two thousandth hit as a major leaguer in a Pirates uniform at PNC Park in front of you, in front of me, in front of all the people who have watched him come of age and become a true superstar over the last decade and a half. What's it mean to you? Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Johnson Beaver, he joins us this morning on Bucko Talk. How are you, Johnson? Yeah.
3: Pretty good, pretty good. Yes, uh, six wins would be perfect. McCutcheon's jersey should be retired. Last night's game was a game changer against a team that was projected to win the division. That being said, I would do two things in June. When Super 2 is over, I'm sure it's soon, there's no reason Quint Priester shouldn't be up here. He's pitched incredible. The last month he had one rough outing. He's pitched great. I'd rather have him in there than Rich Hill. Rich Hill has gone down. His age is showing. I would trade Rich Hill and bring up Christer once Super 2 is over. And the other thing I would do, why is Chris Owings and McLeish both on these teams? They're middle infielders, no pop in their bat. The one guy I would go after, not the catchers. No, no. I'd go down to double A, and I would bring up Mason Martin. Mm. Nine home runs. Nine home runs, he's hitting eleven. that's okay. He strikes out a lot, but he's got nine home runs. If anything, he can give you a pop off the bench.
2: Thanks for the call, John. I appreciate it. Uh, six of nine still makes sense. You're absolutely right. Um, and I, I admire the fact that we are a fan base right now who's simultaneously enjoying what we're getting at the Major League level, at least over the last week or so, last four games or so. Uh, while also looking toward how this team can get better. So had someone bring up the trade deadline about 20 minutes ago. I got people calling in bringing up Quinn Priester and Mason Martin and Cal Mitchell and, you know, all these pieces that could be, I haven't heard a, a Jackson Smith and Jigba mentioned yet, but I'm sure, sorry, Cannon Smith and Jigba uh, mentioned yet, but I'm sure it'll come up as well at some point. You're right. They've got pieces down there that they can turn to. They turn to Cody Bolton. Cody, don't call me Michael. Had my knees knocking a little bit a couple times there last night. Got out of both jams. So, maybe that's the answer when we talk about this team still being in contention, maybe, in late July and how they add to it. Maybe it's not a trade. Because here's the thing. You make a great point about, you know, get past Super 2 and all that and Start to bring guys up, and I understand the the, the implications of Super Two, Quinn Priester, Andy Rodriguez. I, that doesn't mean I immediately get rid of Rich Hill. I mean, it just lengthens the rotation for me. Not to the six men, but it moves somebody down to the bullpen, then. Give somebody a Phantom IL stint if you want. I think 73 year old Rich Hill could take one of those, and nobody would have a problem with it. 412, 928, What does Kutch getting his 2000th hit? as a major leaguer, perhaps, not just perhaps this homestand, but perhaps this weekend at PNC Park against the Cardinals. What's that mean to you?
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Tony's in Munhall. He joins me on Bucko Talk. Good morning, Tony.
1: Good morning, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. I miss you on the morning show. I used to listen. I still listen all the time. Good luck to you in your endeavors. I appreciate um, it. I just got a couple things. The caller just stole my thunder. I was talking about who's on the farm. I think Quinn Priesters, from what I'm reading, should be up here very soon but not at the expense of Rich Hill. I think maybe you move Rosny to the bullpen because look last night, that second time through the rotation, yeah. he seemed to struggle. So if you could limit him there and then you still have guys down there like Gonzalez, you have Rodriguez. I think they're just waiting for the right time with those guys. Um, what does Cutch mean to me? Just to have a guy on your team get 2000 hits. I'm a baseball purist. I love baseball. I love the great game. I study the game. That's just a great feat, no matter where it is. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of my thought. And then, of course, the one caller mentioned about making your trades in July if you're a contender. Who do you give up? What prospects would you have to give up? I mean, they made a nice trade, get rid of Robert Stephens, and a little dead weight for a young 24-year-old shortstop former number one pick. Mm-hmm. Those trades don't come by all the time, Chris. So I'm really not sure uh, if there's going to be anything that we could give up in in August or July. If we are in contention, I'd just like to wait it out and see what happens. Thanks,
2: Chris. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Tone. Thanks, man. Um, Yeah, when we we start talking trades, again, I know we're all fired up after last night, especially. I I am, too. I came in hot. I'll admit it. Let's pump the brakes as we fly down Green Tree Hill at 80 miles an hour. Before we get to the tunnels, let's cool it. Um, And I'm not trying to take the steam out of anybody because this weekend is fantastic. I'm excited about the Cardinals in town. I'm excited about a huge comeback win last night. I mentioned how excited I am about the Hayes game-winning homer and what I think we may start to see from him. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. I don't want to take the steam out of it, but I do want to say, hey, when we start talking long-term, and long-term for this team is mid-July, six, seven weeks from now, let's just remember, we still got a ways to go. We saw how May went. It feels like they're turning a corner and it feels like we're, uh, I, I don't expect April to come back, but sprinkle in a, a little bit of April, a whole lot less May, and show me that you can find some consistency in June. This is the homestand where you do that. Six out of nine is what that would be. And if somehow, if somehow, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak a jinx into existence. I don't believe in jinxes. You know, I've started saying that to my kids a lot. I don't believe in jinxes. So you beat the Cardinals today, and you've already got the series won. I don't want to say gravy, because, again, the A's are playing slightly less terrible baseball, and you don't want to take a sweep for granted. But you a series against the boogeyman? That's positive momentum moving forward. Bob's in Wexford. He joins me on Bucko Talk. Good morning, Bob. How are you?
3: Uh, good morning. Uh, I really enjoyed your um, uh, your I am of the age. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, that was amazing. That was that was great. Uh, wonderful. Um, you know what two thousand hits means to me is this is like I don't know who your favorite Buckos are of all time, but this is my hope uh, is that you know approaching the milestone and doing it uniform that any pundit that any sort of uh, that any person that comments about the pirates always always puts Andrew McCutcheon ahead of Barry Bonds that's all I gotta say
2: okay fair enough Bob and you know what I, I understand that sentiment I for a long time was hardcore anti-Barry I get it I have some friends fewer and farther between than the friends who are anti-Barry who have always been pro-Barry. I have a friend, um, my guy Tim, Tim Vickers, who's the baseball coach at TJ. Huge Barry fan. I mean, has Barry stuff in his game room, in his basement. Has always been a Barry guy. And I respect that. If that's your position and you've always been a Barry guy, I got no problem with that. I like... One of the things I like about Kutch coming back and bringing it full circle and not just being a nostalgia act, but actually producing so far this year, getting his 2000th hit again, fingers crossed, knock on wood, at home, hopefully, oh my God, against the Cardinals, it would be so poetic, is that I've never had to question whether Kutch wanted to be here or not. You know, during the years that he was not here, I understood why he was not here. It wasn't wasn't his decision. Ultimately, it wasn't. And I know for a fact that Barry Bonds didn't want to be here beyond October of 1992. That he never wanted to be here as soon as he had the first opportunity to get out of here. And that's why as much as I can reconcile a lot of things about Bonds today a whole lot better than I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. As much as I can reconcile some of that stuff about Bonds, I relish, like you, in knowing that I'll never have to reconcile that stuff about Andrew McCutcheon. I'll never have to reconcile any of it. And I didn't even mention cream or clear. I didn't, I don't have to reconcile any of it when it comes to Kutch. Kutch is a phenomenal human. He's one of us. I know he's. He's from Florida, but he's one of us. He is. Maria has made him so. He is one of us. And that's what, for me, is the icing on the cake of the whole Cutch 2K thing and the the comeback to Pittsburgh this year, whether it's for this year or this year and another, or this year and another two, or whatever it may be, this year and another three. And could you imagine... Look, we're going to get these landmark events, right? We're going to get the homers. We're going to get the double mark. We're going to get the 2,000 hit mark. Could you imagine getting back to the postseason with this guy on the roster, knowing he wanted to be here the whole time? He knew it didn't make sense for a while, and so he went off and played elsewhere. It's business, ultimately, and that's what you do. If people don't want you to do a certain job, You go do a different job somewhere else for people that do want you to do it. And that's what Andrew McCutcheon did, but he wanted to be here. He wanted to be here so bad. And now he's back. And we've never had to question whether he wants to be here. And we don't have to question now whether he can contribute or not. It's not just a nostalgia act. It's not just a PR move. And that, I think, is what Makes us feel that much better about Andrew McCutcheon at some point this week or even this weekend against the Cardinals, getting that 2,000th hit as a major leaguer, as a Pittsburgh Pirate at PNC Park.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours